Happy bank holiday weekend, everybody. Well, there is finally some positivity in the air after the news yesterday. We are slowly but surely coming out of lockdown, something we've all needed to hear. Yesterday, I also spoke to the multi-talented guitarist and such a lovely bloke, Nicky Brennan. Nicky told me all about how he started playing guitar up to where he is today. It is truly phenomenal. So if you're out for a walk, in the car or just sitting back, listen to this podcast. It is truly inspirational. And again, the creativity is continuing to move. Enjoy. Hi, Viv. How are you? I'm great. How are things? Not too bad. Thanks. Not too bad. You can hear me clearly anyway. I can. I can indeed. Well, you've probably got all the gear anyway to have perfect recording. <laughs> well, for, for, for this anyway, my phone, yeah, it does the job. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I'm literally, as I tell everybody, sitting in a hot press because I think that's my best uh, soundproof. <laughs> I see, yeah. So listen, uh, massive congratulations, first of all, on your wedding. Ah, thank you very much. Yeah, it was, it's, it, it was great, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. You, you finally got there. I suppose it's it's also different, but you know no different, really. No, and, you, you know, obviously we were, we were restricted with numbers, but it was it, it was really enjoyable having a small wedding. We were only, you know, it was just close family there, and it was it was really nice. And we're going to have a party later on in the year in November. Hi, yeah, absolutely. I think everything is beginning to, well, May, June, I think, is uh, the pubs are beginning to open, so you'll be able to celebrate in style. Yeah, and hopefully we can all get out to play in a bit as well. <laughs> oh, listen, I can. I think, well, us females are waiting to get our hair done. So uh, once we get that done, then we'll hit the pubs in style. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so listen, I'm so happy. You were actually one I was most nervous about, to be honest, because the reason being is you're the one I don't really know. I mean, you're from Kildare Town. Well, sure, you will by the end of the conversation anyway, so... <laughs> I will. But listen, I've heard brilliant things about you anyway. I did a little bit of searching and uh, asking and everything came back 100% positive. So it kind of made me a little bit more relaxed. Great. <laughs> I will leave not too much to worry about anyway. <laughs> no, I, no, I never do. Us Kildare people are grand anyway. We'll just flow. We, we'll ease with the flow. So listen, Nikki, I'm just going to talk. First of all, you are an amazing guitarist. Some some might say. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. No, I've heard. And you started off, you do a lot of lessons, I believe. I do. I've been teaching. I've been teaching a long time. I actually started teaching guitar when I was in school, probably like in secondary school. And I started teaching in the Newbridge School of Music when I was about kind of 16, 17. So okay. I was, I was still in school when I started teaching there. And it wasn't, it, to be honest, it wasn't anything that I set out to do. It was just something that kind of happened. People, people, and friends kind of wanted to play. So I heard the guitar come for you because you know you seem to be around forever. Like I have heard your name when it mentioned guitarists uh, going back years. I've heard the name Nicky Brennan. Like where did it all start from? Was it obviously a very young age? Yeah, I started playing when I was ten. Oh wow! Um, when okay. I was when I was nine, um, we were in England. My grandparents were over in England in West Sussex and we used to go to car boot sales all the time and yeah. uh, my my mum 
uh, asked me that morning, you know, what would you like? To, what would you like to find in the car boot sale? Just an innocent mm. question. And I just blurted out a guitar for no reason. Okay. Absolutely no reason. So there was there was a guitar in that car boot sale that my granddad bought for me. It was 50p. Wow. And, uh, it, it kind of we couldn't bring that guitar back. Uh, so you don't it have it. I, I do. It's at home now. We eventually brought it back. Ah, yeah. brilliant. It's not, as you can imagine, it's not the most playable of the things now. But no, it, but it's something to have as a memory of where you literally started from. It is. It is. And like, the, so it kind of started quite innocently from there. My mum my would have had a keyboard and she always sung in choirs and things. So there was a little bit of music there, but not, yeah. not, not to the scale that myself or, or my brother would have kind of went with it. Um, I know your brother's a guitarist as well. You're a twin, aren't you? No, my brother's a bit older. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought you were a twin. I haven't yeah. where that came from, but he plays guitar as well. He does. He's a bass player. Yeah, and he plays he plays some guitar and he writes some songs and stuff as well. Oh, brilliant. And so you then went down the road of um let's make a quick book. I can uh, teach <laughs> I can teach guitar. Yeah, it's, it's you know. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I mean, I was always, I, I, I was always playing, really, you know, before I was, you know, teaching. Teaching was kind of something that kind of happily went alongside it, really. Um, thankfully, I always enjoyed it. You know, there's a lot yeah. of players out there that, you know, they, they're great players and love playing, but they don't really enjoy the teaching element to it. It's a completely different skill. Of you know, it's, it it's, it's, it's something that, that is a different skill set that some take to and some don't. And luckily for me really to be honest it's something that I always enjoyed and and I loved I loved the idea of uh you know passing on the knowledge and you're giving back basically exactly exactly and you know I spent I spent so long um trying to wrap my own head around the instrument and dig deep into it and beat myself up over it to try and you know get places with it that I know it's nice it's nice to be able to pass on the information without them having the hardship that I would have gone through. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, they're very lucky to have you, really, you know. And I have to say, there's a very good friend of mine now and her son, They he's a rhythm guitar, uh, guitarist and he's only 15 and they are, he knows you. And when I was telling Billy I was going to be talking to you, he was like, he is my hero. Nicky Brennan <laughs> is my hero. So, which is amazing. So you are inspiring people, um, which is, you know, it's so lovely to see because I was, when I was talking to Gons in my last uh, podcast, um, we were saying that music seems to be turning around for the better now. Uh, kids are going back. I think kids are going back to to rock and roll and to all the old music. Have you found that? Um, I have. I've definitely found that in the last few years, music has started to become a lot more eclectic. And yeah. there's there's people that are into different things. Genres are somewhat less of a thing. Um, you know, even even when I was younger, growing up, it was a big. It was a big rock and kind of metal scene and things like that. And if you were if you were in any way outside of that, it, it kind of wasn't OK. You know, whereas yeah. now I think every like there's so many different. I, I guess it's a it's a result of the Internet as well. People see Absolutely. people see different styles all of the time. So yeah. if, when if some if a younger person is looking at someone else and they're playing something or doing something, whatever it is, doesn't even have to be music. But if it's completely different to them it doesn't have as big of an impact as in it's not like it's not weird <laughs> you yes know? So, yeah and like and that 
that leaks its way into music to the point where uh, people, younger people especially, I mean, they've got access to so much different styles of music and people. So you can latch on to your own thing a lot easier nowadays, I think. But yeah, and then- again, it can have the reverse effect because it, it can be quite tough because you can see so much different stuff that you get a bit lost. Of course you do. And what I found um, through COVID, um, this is why I started this podcast, The Creativity Movement, is people have seemed to have found their creative gene through lockdown. And, you know, with music, uh, people are trying things that they've never tried before, which I think is amazing. And just to see all these young people coming out and going, yeah, I can actually do that. I'm going to pick up a guitar and give it a go. And they're finding their talent, which, you know, COVID has been a plus as well as a negative, obviously. Um, Absolutely. And, and, you know, some, sometimes you can feel a bit guilty for saying that because you know that you shouldn't. But I know like, you shouldn't. You know, through, at the end of the day, through adversity and through these things comes a lot of a lot of light and, uh, you know, different ways of thinking. Uh, and it, yeah. it, it pushes it pushes you outside of your normal routine and encourages you to try and do some different things. And it's great. And I'm and, and picking up an instrument or picking up any kind of creative um, outlet is it can be difficult because especially, let's say, when you're older. Because you, you kind of tend to judge yourself a little too you much. Do, you do, you self-sabotage. Like I write poetry and I do a bit of writing and I've started to put stuff up on videos. Um, and I literally finished one there before I came on to you and I self-sabotage myself all the time. And it's, I think it's digging deep. You have to dig deep to realize you're only doing it for you really. Um, and then if somebody gets something out of it, it's an added bonus. But yeah, you have to. You do have to dig deep, really. Exactly, and 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 uh, like something, something like lately that I try to always repeat to myself is is be kind to yourself. So you know, true, like Nikki. When yeah. You're, when you're when you're doing anything creative or you're you know you're writing, uh, you have to keep that in mind because it's so easy to. And I do it all the time. I'm so yeah, bad of course. At it, you know, well, you wouldn't you, be you, human if you didn't really. I mean, it's the way we've been all molded, and not in a bad way. It's just society, really. It, it, it is. And, you know, the pressure that we put on ourselves. I mean, for me, let's, it's, I think that's the big difference of starting when you're young. Uh, I don't I don't think there's too much of a of a physical thing. I mean, regardless of what age you are, you have to get over it. Maybe that's you different if, you're, if you're pretty old. But um, it's you're it's a young fella anyway. <laughs> it, it's, the, yeah, it's that blissful ignorance that you have when you're really young. I know. And so for me, let's say I started when I was quite young and. I always had that blissful ignorance with regards to the guitar. There was always like this little inner confidence there that I could just kind of do it. Yeah, and you have I, to let it through. Yeah, and it didn't, it didn't mean, I, I suppose in my early 20s, I kind of, in terms of my playing, I kind of realized that if I wanted to get really good, like to really hit into a next level of playing, I had to dig deeper. I had to really think about it. And I, I really dug myself into a hole trying to get mm-hmm. better and and made myself worse trying to get better and yeah, yeah. It, but at the same time it was kind of a necessary thing i had to do it and come you come out the other side of that and and you're all the better for it but yeah i think you have to go bad to get better if you know what i mean you have to get into that bad area to achieve it's all about steps to make yourself better every day is better. You know what I mean? It's exploring. Um, yeah, it's exploring at the end of the day. It is. And listen, Nikki, now you've been in a few bands and um, 
So you played with the Chapel Hill gang, didn't you? Going back I, I, a long time. I, I did. Yeah, I did. So I was. That's why I was. I enjoyed listening to Guns as well. I always, oh, they're I, brilliant. I always enjoyed chatting to well. Chapel Hill gang. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And and like I suppose when I was playing with the lads, I would have been. I just. I you were young then. <laughs> no, I, I. I. I think I'm trying to think. I had just. I think I had just started. I was about to start with the picture with with picture this. Yeah. Um, well, you knew Jimmy Rainsford from Ryan Sheridan, is that right? Yeah. So I started playing with Ryan Sheridan in 2012. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember you played with Ryan Sheridan actually. And and played with Ryan for about five years. So if I go back a little bit, if I go back to seven um, days, am I right? Seven days was another one. Yeah. If I yeah. go back a little before that, just to, I suppose where it all kind of kicked off for me. As I said, I started when I was 10 and I started playing gigs when I was about 15. Wow. And we would have been, back then, we would have just been playing a lot of covers. So it was just, we, we used to play and practice all the time. And it was just that, just that love of it to, to want to play and get better and enjoy it. There was yeah. no, not that there was no creative elements there, but it was all about, you know, playing the songs and playing them really well. And my brother went to decided to go and study music in college in London and when I was when I was two years uh, I was two years out of school at this stage trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I had put down a number of different courses like arts and minutes and a few kind of things I deemed that I almost had to do like I should go and do a, a good proper course yeah. and it wasn't until my brother decided to go and do music as a performance course in contemporary music that it kind of twigged with me. I was like, oh, right, okay. Like, so it was your brother who kind of, uh, you know, the light opened for you and said, this is where I want to go, basically. Yeah, basically, because my brother's a lot smarter than me. Ah, and, don't and put he did, yourself. He did, he did a lot better. He did a lot better in his leaving cert. So I figured if he did that and if he's able <laughs> to go and do music, then it, it must be okay. Yeah, so yeah. I went to, I stayed in Ireland and I went, I went to Ballyferma and did a two year hedge dip there. And yeah. that's where things all changed for me because it was, it was a brilliant melting pot of creative musicians and songwriters. And it opened up a whole new world because I was, I was hearing songs and, and uh, songs that people had written. And as a guitar player, that really excited me because all I wanted to do was get my hands in those songs and, bring them to life with, you know, with, with my own instrument. And that's where I found my kind of, uh, my calling. place, my, yeah, my place yeah. in that world that it kind of fitted. It turned out that I just so happened to be, re you know, really good at it. And, yeah. uh, and I'm glad you admitted it because we don't, you know, admit that we are actually good at what we do. I think yeah, it's very hard. There's, 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 lots, there's lots I'll tell you I'm not good at. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I'm, I'm like that myself, but we don't admit that now. <laughs> leave that aside, put that in a box and let it go. Um, so I, that, like in, in, in that context, there was, I was playing in lots of different bands and writing a lot of guitar parts and stuff yeah. for songs generally like the, the way a lot of music works uh you'll have a songwriter who's obviously exceptionally good at writing songs but they're not the whole package you know they're, yes. they're, not, they're not producers they're not they don't play other instruments so it takes other musicians to kind of bring those songs to life that little bit more and I, I i always loved that because songs are delicate things uh you can ruin them just as much as you can make them better and um, so i always loved getting my hands on them 
to really try and bring out, you know, the feel of that song or, you know, to really bring out its character and make it elevated to where it wanted to be. And uh, that's, as I said, that's where things changed as well, because that's where Seven Days came from. Um, I so Seven Days was the first, um, the first band you played with. You played in Oxygen um, and everything, well, in the small tents, did you? Yeah, we did. We won, we won a battle of the bands to play at Oxygen. And that was the first Brilliant. band that, that I was in that was an originals band where we were writing our own songs. Wow, and, wow. Uh, so it, it was brilliant. And all of the guys in that band were still really good friends. Ian plays keyboards in Picture This. Okay, um, all right. And uh, Darren, Darren, the bass player as well, I play with frequently and all the time. And we're, we're always working together. Um, Ricky, Ricky, the drummer, is living in Zurich at the moment. So we obviously don't have as much context, but we're still, we're still always in contact, which is great. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and um, the Electrics, uh, you played with them as well. Um, they're more of a wedding band, are they? Yeah, so that came, there was seven days, then there was the Ryan Sheridan uh, gigs from, that was, I was with Ryan from 2012 up till about 2016 or 17. Which is amazing, yeah. And that was, I mean, that was that was a huge experience because that was yes. the first time I've been involved in a, in a, a touring act. Yes, um, so and and recording and writing parts and you know it had all of those elements when that when that kind of finished up because Ryan Ryan wanted to strip it back to to just the two piece kind of thing of the acoustic okay. and percussion so yeah. that's when that's when I was with Damien and with the electrics which at the time was perfect for me because you know being a musician a lot of the time is a pretty unstable vocation you know you don't well and God, you know, you wouldn't want to be in a wedding band. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, you know, exactly. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully at the time. And as a touring musician, a lot of the time, you see, you, you'll get a tour. So you'll be busy for a month, two months, and then you won't have anything because, I mean, an artist can't be on tour constantly. So it's, it's very, very up and down. So you're kind of looking for work in between it and things like that. So when playing with the electrics came about, it was brilliant because, uh, it was steady income for the first time so that, you know nice. that was it wasn't until the, until then that you're kind of moving out of home doing normal life things that I actually had really missed out on because uh, yeah. I was I was nearly I was nearly 30 at this stage and oh you you're know, so seen, old <laughs> so so I'd seen so you know I'd seen my friends and 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 schoolmates and things start to kind of you know just move on in life and you you're starting to feel a little bit left behind but it's a sacrifice you make for doing what you love sometimes of course and the um, electrics though they did very well you did very well though didn't you you won awards and everything were you on hot press magazine and things like that yeah it did it did it's like and look damien is still absolutely flying with that band and one yeah, thing i guess i guess one thing that we kind of brought to it because um myself darren darren who i mentioned was in that band as well and we brought a lot of creative elements into that band, which sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes they're not there with wedding bands so much. So I think no, we, did, not, we, yeah. some, we did things a little bit differently than a lot of wedding bands would do um, to, to try and make it just a little bit cooler. You make know? it a little bit different. Yeah. 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 So, so to be honest, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And then it wasn't long after, I think I was with, with the lads for about two years and I was I was on and off in contact with with the with the picture this guy's in the meantime. Yeah, um, I yeah would that's do, what I was coming on to. Yeah, this is phenomenal, really. 
Um, like I would be, I would maybe be dipping out of one or two little things where they might have needed an extra musician and and a few little things like that. So when I got a, I got a call from Jimmy Rainsford, and yeah. well, I saw his name come up on my phone, and I kind of almost knew what he was, what he was going to ask. And had they, I was, were they only starting? Was it just? Um... You know, slowly rippling, or had they established at that stage? No, by the time I came on with the guys, it was pretty well established. Okay, yeah. Um, and it was a case where they wanted to beef up the live show, really. Yeah. So yeah. Jimmy wanted Jimmy, Jimmy and Ryan and and the lads wanted to get in extra musicians, basically two players, uh, another yeah. guitar player and a keyboard player. Um. Yeah. So. Thankfully, I was I was first on the list. Oh, listen, I've seen you twice. I saw you in uh, the Three Arena uh, with my eldest girl, and then as a surprise, I flew to my the two daughters to Kentish Town in the Forum. And oh, have, very good. Oh yeah. my God, I have to say, it was the Olympia is probably one of my favourite um, places, but the Forum was just a fantastic uh, place, and it was it was just so intimate. It was amazing. Yeah. Nice, nice to see it when you go over there because the, the Ireland shows are huge. Obviously, I'd they're, say they're, they're they are. Big, big shows. They are. And what, what was the biggest one that you played with um, Picture Though? I presume it would probably be Electric Picnic if it was close to 30,000. But oh, wow. Oh, there was um, the RDS was pretty big. I think that was about 35,000. Yeah. Um, and but the most memorable is definitely the, the Five Nights in the Three Arena. Of course, um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, so that was just, you know, they, you must have been living on adrenaline, really. On a cloud, yeah, yeah, on a cloud. I mean, it's 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 one thing getting to do those big shows, and as a musician um, who's been kind of at it long enough, you, you get those opportunities. They, they come about, you know, thankfully, but they're few and far between. Yeah, you grab you, them. Yeah, you, you might get one big show, and it's over in, it's over in a snap. So the, the yeah. most amazing thing that I always loved about the five three arena shows was getting to do it again and again and again. And basically you're you're set up shop in the three arena for, for five nights and getting to play that show. And the show was amazing, you know, just in terms of lights and production and everything. And so the just you know, they really feed off off you, um, which is amazing, especially with Ryan, he has so much energy. Um, massive, and yeah. massive energy, but you you must miss it terribly now with COVID. Um, you know, it's I'm sure you're itching to get back. Absolutely itching. You know, it's it's one of those things that you kind of you know you know not so much now because you can see it on the horizon, but you yeah. kind of try and put it out of your mind and not think about it too much. And no. thankfully for me, I've managed to keep very busy. Um, I've been was, you know I've still been teaching and I've been doing a lot of work with a new artist called Leah Hart. Um, oh, Leah Hart. Yeah, I know yeah, her name. Yeah. How do I know her name? Um, Leah's I... released. Leah's released her first two singles at this stage. She's a local girl, is she? She's, she's from from Clane. Yes. Yeah, I have yeah. heard of her. Yes, she's brilliant. So Leah's Leah's great, and so I've been working a lot with Leah in the last kind of couple of months. Um, brilliant. Leah. Yes. Yeah, so she'll she'll you know Leah hasn't played a full proper you know set of her own yet. So. Um, Oh, that's going to be huge for her. And for you to even help her is is another thing you're giving back, which is, you know, it must be an amazing feeling in fairness. Yeah, it really, you know, it really is. And so, as I said, I'm kind of lucky like that, that I've managed to keep busy and have new projects. Yeah. Um, 
that being said, you know, when you can see it on the horizon now, or when we go and do small little things, like we did a few streaming gigs or, you know, things like that, that give you a little taste of it, but not quite enough. Yeah, it's kind of slowly introducing you back to it. It's teasing you really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It <laughs> I mean, is I'm it nearly is. there, we're nearly there. And I mean, you know, have you any, uh, I know with Leah, have you any further ideas, Nikki, of what you want to do? Like what's the future holding for you? Um, have you any new ideas or you can share? For me, for me personally or in general? No, for you personally as a, as an artist. So I've, well, I've always kind of been, uh, I've always been kind of writing myself. Uh, yes. My, my, like, and as I said before, uh, I think I was saying that as a guitar player, I always had that kind of nice blissful ignorance that I was, would always just kind of do it. And it wasn't too much of a thing. Yeah. So, and, and because I've always been that player who added to people's songs, it's always been this kind of niggling thing at me that I've always wanted to be the person to write the songs, you know, of so course, I, yeah. I, do, I do write a lot. I write quite a few songs. And but the one thing that's always been, been a struggle for me is singing. So this is where I'm excruciatingly hard on myself. And But I and bet you're I a good singer, you see, you're self-sabotage now. And I bet you I'm guarantee not, not, you're I'm a good singer. <laughs> this I is guarantee. what everyone says to me. And I'm always see, there going, you no, go. no, 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 no. <laughs> I guarantee you are. you'll have to belt out a few tunes. <laughs> so that's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's difficult, I think, because it's something that I only started in the last couple of years. Yeah. So when, when, I, when you're in the position that I've been in, which is, a, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the really high professional side of playing music. When you're going back to nearly square one, with a part of your medium that you've been involved in and know of extremely course. well, yeah, it's, it's it makes it so difficult. It makes it so so difficult because I'm surrounded by amazing songwriters, amazing singers. So I have to that that that's where I go back to my mantra of being kind to myself. Yeah, you know? be so, kind to yourself, and you have to believe you're probably you you know you could be even better than these people. You're the one who's saying you're not, and you probably are. You yeah, know, I, just, so. I just have a I just have a high bar for myself. But, you know, at the same time, I, I'm pretty honest with myself most of the time as well. So I, I just have to understand that it's a slow burn and I just kind of enjoy it as I go. And I have a couple of songs recorded and none of the like they're they're nearly there. They're not quite there, but it's something I'm always working at. And I've always been someone who enjoys process. Well, that's um, great. I think when you enjoy what you do, I think that's one of the most important things. And and with Emma now, your new wife, uh, is she musical? Does she mind you disappearing into the guitar room for hours on end? Emma's, you know? Emma, to be honest, Emma, Emma's the best, you know, because she started playing. She's probably playing now about two years. And so she her, play, does she play the guitar? Yeah. So I started. And of course, you taught her. Was, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> you, you know, you think that sometimes these things shouldn't work, but it, it does. You know, she's great. She's one, of those, she's one of those people who was always into music and yeah. understands and knows music very well, but never actually picked up an instrument. So she she flew with it. Absolutely. Flew Brilliant. With it. She, well, it was obviously in her all the time. Yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. And uh, she played her first gig at our wedding. Uh, no we obviously, way. We, obviously, we obviously couldn't have a band so we did it ourselves oh it's not brilliant it was, that's it brilliant was great. it was great yeah yeah brilliant and uh you know thankfully as well she's not one of those people who gets irritated easily so she has absolutely <laughs> no problem 
with yeah. me making an absolute racket <laughs> around the house, which I do yeah. all the time. I, oh, I, but that's I'd great. Be, I'd, I'd be strolling around the house with a guitar. I'd be singing. I'd be shouting around the place. It's not brilliant, though. That is just brilliant. It's, it's great to hear. If, if to be honest, it, it's something that I need, you know, and I think creative people need that. Uh, if, if, there's, if there's anything in your kind of environment, in your kind of space that hinders that need, it's, it's, it's very hurtful to it. Um, yes. So yeah. it, it, it kind of needs to be, if I was, to be honest, like if I was with someone who was irritated by it, I, I would just back it wouldn't work you'd, yeah, you'd no, be divorced in a week I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, that is brilliant Nikki it really is and and you know what I mean I it's been such a pleasure talking to you and with all the people I've realized um Kildare I, I keep saying it on every uh, podcast I do has such amazing talent you know not just Kildare Town just Kildare County it's you know, I, I don't think I've even tipped the surface <laughs> of the talent that's going on, which is, you know, which is very exciting, actually. Yeah, there, there really, there really, really is. And even like if you look at Kildare Town, I mean, there's there was always the trad sessions that were going on in. in oh, brilliant. In I them all. And lots of lots of amazing players, really, really yeah. great players. And the, 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 the thing that I love about that as well is that it's lots of great players in different mediums of music yeah so yeah. you get you get like you get the trad guys who would be like really really lovely singers really great acoustic amazing players. yeah and their their kind of heart and soul is in really good storytelling songs and, yes you know i i come from a different place really where where it's it's kind of more about the playing and sounds and you know it's, yeah it's, but you're bringing the you're bringing the singer to life as well i think it, when i listen to music um, obviously it's the words but it's the music I love that I'm, I'm not just saying it but it is the music part of it that I absolutely love so yeah and, and, and myself included you know it's always it's always been that it, it's it's that which gives you the feeling I mean something, yeah. something that makes you pretty aware of that is if you go and watch a really good movie without a soundtrack and and you you, you, lose, you lose every single bit of emotion that you've got um in in that movie do you know you're not it's gonna like get um, the mission do you remember the movie the mission yeah like everybody talks about the soundtrack to the mission you know they talk I, I can't even remember what the movie was about but I can actually remember the music so that's what it's all about really yeah I mean it, like the music and sound and and its power to to bring out those amuse, those emotions in people is, is yeah. pretty phenomenal and it is, that's, it is. So it's kind of that thing that I've always been drawn to um, and I, like in terms of guitar, I've always been I've always been kind of really interested in the technical side of of guitar playing in terms of yeah. in terms of creating a sound, because there's uh, guitar is such a unique instrument. A lot of stringed instruments are very unique instruments in the sense that there's so many different ways to attack a string and play a note. Um, yeah, I, I have looked at some of your Instagram um videos and I'm like oh my god you know it's just the sounds that you get out of it of a few strings is phenomenal really thank you and, and it's it, you know it's it's not an easy thing it's a really difficult instrument to kind of gain control of and make it do what you want it to do um so it's 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 that lovely spectrum and colors of sounds that you can get from it that I've always been drawn to 
it's uh, yeah. it's it's an instrument that can do so many different things, which I I guess that's what I've always enjoyed about well, that's it. That's why I love it so much. It, exactly, exactly. Mm, yeah, and Nikki, just a final uh, note. Um, like for our young bands, upcoming bands, like my friend's band, uh, Covanta. I think I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I'm hoping to get the young lads on a podcast. Um, because I think KFM are going to be interviewing them and everything. But would you have any advice for them? And, you know, I suppose in COVID it's hard, but uh, Billy's going to listen to this. So would you have any advice for him? Yeah, I mean, I, I well, I'd always have lots of different parts. Yeah. Lots of different things. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, Billy, from, anyway, from, I think you taught I mean, him. Apart from, who, who is it? Billy Moylan. Oh, did I teach Billy Moylan? I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. And you're his hero anyway. He's amazing. I've heard him on his guitar and, you know, they're, really? I think they're a little up and coming band. Yeah. And they're only 15. Great. Like in terms, like, which is, which is a great age. Like, the, first of all, the brilliant thing is that they're in a band and they're playing together because, you know, it's when, when you're, a, when you're a small group and you're playing music together, that's, that's where you learn the most yeah. really. Um, apart from the obvious stuff like hey stick at it and keep at it yeah. and keep doing what you're doing the one thing that I probably would say is um, don't wait around for people to do things for you Okay. so what I mean by that is we live in an age now where and I, I know that this came up in Gonzo's conversation as well where the likes of bands recording and doing things like that is not it's it's it can be done in your own home now these days yes um, so one thing that i noticed kind of growing up where things always kind of went wrong is when you relied on other people too much in the sense that oh well all we need to do is get this record dealer we just need to find this person to make this video for us or make us huge need, and all that we, yeah we just need to find this person to record our music and it's it's actually it's it's one of the things that's good about modern music but also quite difficult and yes. it's difficult because there's a lot more pressure on an individual band to do all of its own work so that's harder because you you have to get more astute in the playing side of it the songwriting side of it the recording side of it and the video side of it it's all yes. part of the same thing so yes. what i would say as advice is not to ignore any of them and start delving into them all because they're all part of the same creative medium nowadays that needs to be kind of a, somewhat accomplished okay brilliant that's great advice nikki but look at nikki i honestly it was an absolute pleasure chatting to you yeah um, thank, thank you very much i really enjoyed that and, and, you're you exactly know, what everybody had said you know you lived up to all your expectations I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> and i hope you enjoyed it i'm just really thrilled that when I was telling people, I think I'm going to ask Nikki Brennan on the podcast, like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I do. Brilliant. <laughs> you brilliant. know, so you're a bit of a superstar anyway, Nikki. Ah, no. no, but thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. You know, it's 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 obviously this is uh, this is all of my world and what I do. So actually getting yeah. to have a nice chat about it is. is yeah, absolutely. Thing, you know? And, you know, we could chat for days. But as I said to Gans, when um when lockdown opens and eventually we get back on our feet, I'm going to do a kind of um, a live podcast where we can all actually sit down together and have a chat life after COVID and, you know, how we're all doing. So I'd love if you would join me when it does happen. Absolutely. I'd love to. I'd love to. Brilliant, Nikki. Well, look, at have a brilliant long bank holiday weekend. I'm sure you're still in mini moon. Phase. Yeah, we've had a, a, a very small mini moon, so we look forward to the to 
the medium the moon, deal so soon, the yeah. Medium moon, and then we'll go for the for the big go one. Go for the full moon. Back up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Nikki. Listen, thanks so much for chatting, and um, I'm sure I'll see you someday. Will do. Thank you so much, Vivian. Thank you. Take care, Nikki. Bye. 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 Bye.